I've seen the movies, and I know how easy it is to mess these things up. You're goddamn right. The gold movie franchise, the gold trilogy. We all grew up watching it, right? We all know how it goes. Santiago Munez, a Mexican immigrant living in Los Angeles, the beta version of Chicharito, goes off on an overseas mission to become a pro soccer player, makes it at Newcastle, gets his big money move to Real Madrid, and you know what comes next? What comes next in a in a famous footballer's career? The World Cup, baby. This was gonna be the pinnacle of everything Santiago's been working for, representing his home nation at the grandest stage of them all. We're talking about goal three, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only goal three. What's the what's the full title? Goal three. The the. <laughs> The day of reckoning. <laughs> anyway, this is the FMF State of Mind podcast, man. A little different than usual, but we're back. Uh, I'm your host, Antonio. I got Ness with me. Ness, we're, we're about to review this fucking movie. What do you think? I think, Jesus, looking back on it, I was like, well, the movie shouldn't have been that bad. Let's go take another look at it. You know, maybe I'll be able to. I gotta tell you, man, I had to watch it in two sittings because it was a fucking grind. Oh, man. Oh, Dude, I... I, I we talked about this like off camera or off recording, but uh, I, this was actually the first time that I saw it in its entirety. I didn't even realize that. I thought I had seen it, but once I got to the end, boy, I did not see it. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all, but we'll get into that, man. I mean, goal three. Uh, we, rem- we all remember goal one and two, probably some of the best, most remembered movies of our young lives. I mean, what, what do you remember about those two movies, man? I loved them. Honestly, one and two was just, you know, it was every kid's dream, like in the first one to be scouted by some English uh, English guy and end up being going to the BPL and then from there making a name for yourself to a big money move to Europe uh, to to better European team, sorry, in Real Madrid. But when when you saw those two movies, it it followed a real good formula as in it followed the fucking protagonist (laughs) that the movies were about. I mean, you know, not that hard to do. uh... Exactly. Then goal three came along, but uh, yeah, I remember goal one and two like it was yesterday, man. Uh, goal one especially was my favorite one. Obviously, the originals all tends to be the best of the series, but goal two was pretty pretty awesome as well. It did you know it dealt with uh, as goal one dealt with him kind of coming of age, you know li- you know getting to realize his dream and his family and, and you know the story about his family and all that. Goal two was kind of the pressures and the you know the struggles that come with fame and money and all this stuff and you see santiago go through all this and you know and they kind of left it as a cliffhanger at the end if y'all remember and so we're meant to <laughs> we're meant to resolve all those cliffhangers in goal three but apparently not but let's just get into it man so goal three starts off this is it, it, here's the thing a really quick what, what i want to mention i did not realize how long or how like how do i say this so this was based in the 2006 World Cup in Germany, right? But Goal 3 wasn't actually released until 2008. Two full years after the 2006 World Cup. It wasn't released in America until 2009. And I didn't even realize that. But I'm like, the timeline is so messed up. Like, how does that even work? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And looking at it, I didn't realize that right now until you just said it. But thank God it didn't come to America because it was a fucking abomination. And you can see what they were trying to do by sidelining Santi and just putting the focus on two British guys that you never even heard about when right. we were following a British guy 
the last movie and go to yeah, it's which not gavin actually, it's not gavin at all which is actually go to is my favorite i think it's one of the instances where the sequel is actually better than the original movie but okay. that's something okay. they discussed at another time but it wasn't gavin it was two other fucking random british guys that apparently made the team as like reserves and we, and santi ends up getting sidelined yeah. and we're following them british players don't even go overseas bro how they how these exactly. two guys end up there yeah. in real <laughs> yeah well that real no there's a limit there's there can only be one welshman or one english gentleman they're at <laughs> one fucking time it's like it's, it's it's like rappers is for women it's like usually there's only one woman at the top <laughs> no for real though but it, i mean the whole this whole movie was just oh my god but let's get started so the opening scene you guys i shit you not the opening scene of this movie is the goddamn trailer in its entirety if you watch the trailer go look up the trailer for goal three okay go look it up on youtube go look at the trailer after you watch it you've already seen the first 10 minutes of the movie that's literally shot for shot the first scene and it's horrible atrocious cgi santi in mexican uniform against england with those two guys one of them's called charlie the other one's called liam um and it's mexico against england the world cup final already hella fucking off i wish that would be the case no but, yeah uh, i wish yeah no it'd be brazil or somebody else that they throw in the final it wouldn't be that and even england it's like they would have made it past somebody in penalties so i doubt they'd make it to the finals but anyway just just to just to applaud this it's like all right let's go ahead and make this fantasy a reality and then you end up going through everything and the green screen looks fucking atrocious from it's horrible man <laughs> it's i mean it, it cuts from and the whole movie the whole formula of the movie is it cuts from horrible cgi on a green screen to actual stock footage yeah exactly like close up and there's of, one goal know, the i know playing in the world cup and, and, and there's one goal i know we'll get to later it was a david beckham goal and it was a real famous one probably his most well-known one at a world cup and mm. <laughs> he ends up scoring the goal and all you see is his motion before the goal and after the goal yeah you, you don't, don't see, see the, the goal, goal at all so i'm looking at it like uh, were were you just, able to get just Beckham yeah. like, copyrights? But we weren't able to get the goal copyrights. It's just like, twenty-five how does, how seconds of Beckham. Work? It's a Beckham cam. Yeah, and it's and it's just him celebrating. It's it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm yeah. looking at it, and the other CGI is not. But you know who I feel bad for? The editors of this fucking movie because these guys are probably going through it, and then they knew it looked like shit, and they knew they didn't have much of a budget, but they were just told to put this shit together and see what's the best that they'd be able to happen. The crowd looked fake yep, in the right. background and everything. And in the beginning, you kind of just you you just kind of dismiss it because you're just like, oh well, it was shot for a commercial. Of course, it's yeah. gonna look like that. They're just editing the players in there from previous World Cup footage, yada yada yada. Make make any excuse you want, but at the end, when the actual World Cup starts, you're just like, oh no, <laughs> this looks even worse than the shit that I saw earlier. <laughs> right at the end, it's it's not a commercial; it's the actual thing. But yeah, it starts off for the commercial trailer, whatever. Mexico, England. Rafa Marquez scores. I'm pretty sure that's the that's the goal he scored against. Uh, who was it? Was it Portugal? think was it portugal i don't know it's the one it's the real famous one with him yeah, sliding yeah, yeah. and holding a jersey down the nike jersey but yeah, that's then, probably know, my uh, favorite mexico jersey right england comes back uh beckham assists charlie he does a scissor kick to beat osvaldo sanchez just our luck you know what i'm saying like <laughs> was it osvaldo i was just like just is that conejo <laughs> just like when maxi rodriguez in that same world cup scored that banger of a goal um sir 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 we don't we don't we, we don't we don't we don't talk about that i never have it i don't know what you're talking about they mexico brought it that up. year mexico that year got out of the round of 16 and we broke the curse that year i don't know what you're talking about okay. i didn't well, cry well, after that game at all they should have gave us that movie i'd watch that oh well, i'd watch the shit out of that movie but yeah man so that starts then 
some some you know some bullshit ensues uh what what is it liam finds out he's not getting his contract when renewed with real because he parties a lot blah 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 maybe he's half mexican we don't know but he uh then charlie gets offered a movie and then the three of them go to some rinky dink romanian town or whatever to film this movie and it's like what the hell is this even like why was this whole scene even necessary was it just for charlie and the other girl to meet i have no idea but yeah they go to some freaking romanian town the chauffeur is gas when he sees them even though he doesn't know their name or who they play for um yeah it's just a, it's just a weird old town and i shit you not you guys uh he's out there filming uh some vampire bdsm porn i'm not even kidding you they put this in the movie you remember that but no yeah i do remember that i even remember when they were playing soccer with the local kids in like that real shitty park and he saw some of the kids you're just like what world torn country are we currently in right now they show did you virtually. see that um the funny thing about that was that uh the fucking kids were just playing a normal game and then yeah they were. charlie just steals the ball and just yeah he just starts does. to like, what are you, show what off are you doing? yeah it's like well, you're being an asshole right now these kids are in the middle of a fucking game like he's what's just, really going on he's just trying yeah. to look sick and yeah the kids he are, came like, in starving he came in like ronaldinho at a paraguayan prison it's like what's what's going on here yeah, that's it's exactly like, how he did doing? That's, <laughs> that's a perfect analogy <laughs> But no, it was a, it was it was pretty. That whole scene in general, I'm just like, why is this here for just for character development? And then he ends up meeting that other actress there, and then they end right. up trying to turn Charlie into a movie star. He's like, yeah, I don't know. He's, like he's, I said, like, they're filming yeah. some weird ass low budget film. If this girl, apparently she's like a really famous actress, according to Santi. I don't know what the fuck she's doing there then, filming these weird stuff. I don't know. And how they met was so awkward too. They literally just both walk in to wardrobe and she you know when you walk in and you know that someone else is there but you still start talking to yourself anyway and you're yeah, like exactly oh, that was, what was uh, i that was... thinking <laughs> uh, oh and this so many push-ups oh my god <laughs> and then so charlie's obviously like uh, and their whole first meeting was so awkward as hell like if i had that awkward yeah. with a girl there's no way she's hanging out with me You know what? My brothers would die if they knew I was here in real life talking to you. Um, maybe we could meet up later. I'd like that. No chance. They barely said a word. The director was even worse. He came in and was like explaining something to her in like a bogus ass French accent. You're kind of looking at him like, what, what the fuck is going on right now? What are we doing? We're Santi. And then we'll get into what happened to Santi later. But you're just kind of watching it like, why is our main focus on three of these guys right now? But before right. we end up into that, we end up finding out that the old boy was drinking too much and he got kicked off of Real. And then you see him dealing with the existential crisis. And then we cut yeah, to bro. Charlie over there uh, doing, I guess, acting. He's like, yeah, I got an acting gig. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, who the fuck are bro, these two new And people? we're explaining <laughs> this exactly how the movie paces. It's like, there's no story character development for either of these guys. We're just forced into their lives yeah, all exactly. of a sudden. It's like, oh, these are Santi's best friends. And we're just like, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, man. 
and then after that a bogus ass meeting or whatever you get out of that rinky dinky town or we're still in the town but they end up going to lunch somewhere it looked like a dining hall but it looked kind of bogus because they were wearing their real madrid uh like overcoats so you're kind of watching it and like well, where the fuck are we right now <laughs> <laughs> and then santi ends up talking to them and then um they're just kind of trying to figure out what's currently going to happen and then what even happens from there is that the before the spurs announcement or or after (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know man the 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 whole movie like you said about the editing the whole movie looks like it was just strung together just random bits and pieces of scenes like there are some scenes like there's a point where charlie and sophia they start dating after that weird ass interaction and they're at a restaurant and then santi shows up and like or something there's no reason for him to be there and that's it right there's no Santa reason shows all. up and it's like where's liam and they're like oh i don't know and then it cuts to another scene and it's like <laughs> what the fuck was the point of that restaurant scene? <laughs> they don't even acknowledge that they're in a restaurant no i don't not at all and uh it was it was pretty ridiculous and then at once it was uh what is it called when does the accident happen in the, in the was it in the taxi <laughs> This movie so fucking bad. I oh, can... oh, yeah. But before that, though, but before that, I want to I want to hint on um, no. when they were uh, when Charlie was actually going to act. You know what I'm saying? And they put him in like a fucking oh, gimp yeah. outfit. Yeah, I was like, what's going on right now? There was some, you know, little people with Max. There was like girls vampire. It was. I'm telling you, it was softcore BDSM porn. I don't know. And, you, and so they start the scene, and like like um you know the vampire the vampire girls are all dancing and whatever um you know the moment when everyone knew the spider-man trilogy was off the rails was when toby mcguire started dancing in the street in spider-man 3. this dancing vampire scene is that scene for the (laughs) cool trilogy (laughs) that was the scene where you immediately knew okay this is a fucking this is shit like this is they didn't even try that's when you realize that the gold movies are dead. So I was looking, I was like, well, this is the third one. Obviously, it's the fucking worst. I was looking, I was like, well, I wonder what it, like the score is on Rotten Tomatoes. I went to Rotten Tomatoes. There is no fucking score right now. The movie isn't even reviewed. Fair no not. one bothered to review the movie. It's not even It's not even up there. That's how, cra- that's how bad this fucking movie is. That's crazy. And I wanted to like it. I had to drag myself through it. And it was fucking rough, man. It's just... We get into Liam, and then during that whole BDM scene, Liam ends up getting a phone call. Right. Like a very loud... This is like the old school phones, by the way, in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, they would ring and you take them out, which, by the way, is hilarious looking at it now, because you were looking at a lot of those phones, like, what the fuck are they talking on? <laughs> so, like, old shitty Nokia's, but like a huge yeah. camera in the phone that, you know, you couldn't even... Didn't even have a QWERTY uh, keyboard on it. It wasn't touchscreen. It just had one through nine, and it was real shitty at sending texts. But when you, when you kind of look at things like that, you're just like, oh, kind of, it's fucking dated, and it kind of takes you out of the movie. Then when you realize it has no Rotten Tomato review or score, you're just like, Jesus, this is a really bad movie. That's like up there with those like those churchy movies that you never see anybody review. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Is it because it was straight to DVD? Is that do straight to DVD movies not get reviews? And if not, it had the budget of the straight to DVD movie, so that's probably the reasoning behind it. That's, I mean, yeah, then that goes to show right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, so also, after. Yeah, oh, yeah the, the the music. Sorry, but the music. 
<laughs> from the beginning. And you're just like, all right, you know, you try to discount it. It's an ad. That's the ad music in the background. For some reason, they had some fucking bad techno music in the background. They were just like, <laughs> so you're just like, what the fuck is going on right now? You're like, why is this music in here? And it's like real fast paced and real like real like wired while they're like doing like football drills or whatever it might be that they're doing. But it just seems yep. so out of character and so out of place for a goal movie that's for honestly the first and second movie were actually pretty well orchestrated as far as the music and everything in the background. It went along with the mood. It wasn't anything like this. Felt like somebody was pushing a bullshit album <laughs> from like Dude, some English guys. <laughs> I looked up the director on IMDb and you can tell that because he's actually he started out as a music video director. And you can fucking tell from watching this movie because of exactly what you said. Oh, seriously? Jeez. Yeah, dude. He's had like, he has credits on like George Michael and like Paul McCartney and songs Paul and shit like that. And like, and you can tell, and especially also like the sex scenes or the scenes where the guys are like, you know, making out with girls or whatever. They're so music video esque. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. There's you got like the different camera yeah, angles. Exactly. There was two people you know, like, at it and, uh, in two different scenes where it was Charlie with someone, it was Liam with someone. Yeah. And they were both going at it after the club and they were like about to have sex. And I hear like, zzz, zzz, kiss me one more time, kiss me one more time. Bro, it, like, you can tell that it was like, yeah, this motherfucker directs music videos. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. like a Justin Timberlake early 2000s music video. And yeah, when you see it, it's like, I don't know where they put this yeah. guy out from to make a football movie, but yeah. here we are, man. And then they end up stopping one of them, and then they just end up sitting down on the bed. He's like, "Jeez, like, do you just want to talk?" And he's like, "Okay." And he's talking about like his baby mama and everything. You're sitting there like, Is "She okay with all this?" Like, <laughs> also that scene lasted like ten seconds. She doesn't talk in at all. Oh, so yeah. what, the point, what was the point of that? I guess it was anyway. to make him look a little bit deeper. Like, oh, he's having an existential crisis. He can, he knows what he's doing is wrong, but you know, he's very self conflicted. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I know, but let's get to the first fucking climax, I guess. So, um, they're in a cab, right? Santi, Liam, Charlie, and... Also, Sophia. these are real Madrid players. Why are they in a fucking regular cab? I have no idea. And it doesn't, even, it doesn't explain where they're going. I don't know if they're leaving the set or where they're going to. I don't know. But they're in a cab. Sophia, the actress that's dating Charlie, and I was in there too. And I sh- uh, uh, so they're in the cab. They're talking like normal, whatever. Then they get into a fucking car wreck, right? But it, what was funny about that scene, as they get into the car wreck, it, it, the camera's facing front, so you can see all of them, and you see the lights from the other car and crashed, everybody screams or whatever. But if you look at that scene again, the driver stays stone still, even as the car is crashing. I don't know if this guy's deaf, but he, he keeps the same expression. Everybody else is screaming like, whoa, watch out. Do you know how much experience he has? He's probably been in so many fucking car crashes. He doesn't even surprise. He's like, fuck it. Let's go ahead and get another I mean, I guess it wasn't his fault. It was the other car's fault, I guess. But, like, the driver just stays with the same expression the whole time. He didn't swerve. He didn't do anything. He just says, fuck it. This is my fate. All right. This is what's going to happen, motherfuckers. (laughs) We crashing. So. No, but that whole scene was wild. And uh, going into it, we got to get into Santi's fucking haircut. Because it's not like, you know, goal one, he had, like, the... Yeah, he had a little bit of hair going, you know, nothing crazy. A and buzz, gold too. Buzz. Yeah, you know, he got the buzz cut still going, you know, hitting growing it out a little bit more. He came through with the fucking mullet this time. And I want to yeah, call it a man. mullet. I don't know how else to explain it. It's uh it's like imagine weird. if Kiki Fonseca 
from Tigres back in the day in the Mexico national team. Imagine if his hair wasn't wavy, but he still tried to have the same haircut. That's the only way I can explain it currently right now. That's how bad his fucking hair looked, and it looked like uh, <laughs> it looked like a really bad fucking mullet. It looked like that guy that currently plays for Pumas. It looked like that. It was that bad. <laughs> and before the and, and then they get into the crash, and then right yeah. after they get into the crash. Like, I guess Charlie and Liam are talking and they're like, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Santi got the bare brunt of it. They're like, he got, he got the worst. What about Sensei? He's cracked a load of ribs. He's got a broken arm. He ain't playing football for at least three months. He's out of the World Cup. Oh, Jesus. First of all, that's an oddly specific date. And then when you end up finding out Santi's injury, you look at it, you're just like, wait, his fucking arm's injured? Like, his legs are fine? He can still run? His arm's injured? That's it? And you're just looking at it like, that's going to keep you out of a World Cup? I'm like, ah, this movie's getting stupid. His ribs also, I think they mentioned. Yeah, I don't know his ribs also, but I'm just like, come on, man. It's a World Cup year. You know, they've got to drag players off that pitch if they're in the starting 11. <laughs> no, yeah, and like, the, you know that this movie is not about Santi anymore. As soon as they get in that, like, the car crash... First of all, Santi gets the biggest injury, which I guess makes sense because he was in the front and it was on his side. That yeah, makes sense. But also, like, the, this is the main character of the whole trilogy. The goal is based on Santi. And they give him, not only is he a side character in this movie, but he's a side character that gets fucking injured. Yeah, and then he has Usually, nothing to do with like, the rest of the time. Like, he could have been at home the whole time. He didn't even need to be in the movie. They could have just been like, oh, Santi's at home. And it would have been like, okay, it would have been better than a lot of the situations that they put him in. Because exactly. not only is it bad acting, it's just bad placement for him to be there. And they're just like, have you ever been in love? He's like, oh, so, you know, back in the day. But, you know, she's Dude, not. He gets she, totally <laughs> shagged in this movie, like straight yeah, up. You're just like, didn't you have a kid the last movie? And there was a whole fucking dilemma? Like, yeah. Just... No mention of that kid. No, <laughs> no mention of Roz. No mention. We don't Drake. see his old agent. No, Apparently, no, no, he no. has the same agent as Liam. I mean, yeah. oh my god, it's this is horrible, the, yeah. dude. And then, can we get on to what ended up happening as far as what team he ends up going to after everything? Going to Spurs. Oh yeah, <laughs> they send his ass off to Spurs, and then he's like, they're talking to Liam. They're just like, I'm going to Spurs, and then Liam starts laughing his ass off, and he's like, Ah, <laughs> that's funny as hell. Like, where are you really headed? And he's like. You know, we we decided a contract with two years of Spurs, and they're just like, "Oh shit, you're serious." I just signed a new two-year contract with Spurs. I'm oh, sorry, mate. No, seriously, I'm really sorry, Spurs. Uh, my, I'm joking. It's great. I'm looking at it like, is this Giovanni Dos Santos? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is the Gio story. That was a right, right around the time he went from Barca to... Yeah, to, that, was, that was right around the time. I'm looking like, what the fuck? I'm like, That's too much of a coincidence. Something's up there. Bro, the director was just like, I'll look up a famous soccer player and see if he's made any big moves. We'll copy them. But yeah, I mean, they, they treated it realistically, though. I mean, 2008 Spurs was not the Spurs we know now. <laughs> it wasn't Mourinho so, or uh, Pochettino Spurs as far as... You no, know. it was Harry Redknapp Spurs, and those Spurs were not... Jesus Christ. ...up to par. <laughs> you know, London was still red when those those Spurs were there. That Spurs had fucking... Uh, who they have? Who did they have? They had, like, Jermaine Defoe, Peter Crouch. Adebayor. <laughs> Adebayor was out Adebayor. there out there who else did they I mean, have gomez was still in goal remember gomez oh my gomez? god gomez <laughs> this is before your east yeah this is before all that 
it was pretty fucking yeah. rough. I can't even name any more players. Who they? Who else they have? No, that's another team I'm thinking about. No, I, I don't know. Maybe a couple other Welshmen and a couple Irish guys, like any other BPL team. Yeah, they had a young Gareth Bale, but like I don't even think he was playing full time. Yeah, that's then. like that, that's like uh, South Southampton Gareth Bale. You're like, oh, okay, okay whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he 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 gets off, goes to Spurs. Liam, by the way, goes back to Newcastle, even though he's a fucking drunk. Um, he even puts vodka in his water bottle. I like how they never English training. I like how they never even mentioned Newcastle, and then um. Like they just show like the back of the jersey and it has the black and white stripes with the gold. And you're just like, oh, that's Newcastle. And like, okay, whatever. And then there's a scene later in the movie. We'll get into like the context around it, but where he ends up, like you were talking about, he ends up replacing the water in his water bottle at the airport with with uh, vodka. Right. And then I'm just like, first of all, if you're drinking vodka straight up and there's anybody within six feet of you, they're gonna uh, smell that shit. They're gonna smell that shit. That shit is <laughs> fuck. And then there's a scene where he's talking to Charlie. And then he's like talking back and forth, and then he's just like, um, like what is it called? He's like, yeah, you sure you're fine? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just like, how do you not smell the fucking alcohol on his breath right now? Bro, and then and he's another... on his way to training, bro. He's, he's on his way to meet up with England at the. They both got into the World Cup, by yeah, the way. Santi's the out, but they did. Yeah, Santi's out, but they're in. It was pretty bad though. And then there's a scene later on. We'll get around the context, like I said earlier. But um, he's just like, oh, you know, drinking water, and he's just like. Yeah, drinking water, you know, getting ready for the World Cup, gotta stay fit. And you're looking at him, and he kind of has like a shitty look on his face. He looks to the side, like real suspicious. And you're just like, Are you still drinking vodka? <laughs> like, the movie's almost over. Are you still drinking vodka? <laughs> Bro, this man was a drunk half the movie. I know Sven Goran Eriksson made some terrible decisions while at England, but surely he must have heard about Liam's fucking alcohol problems. Yeah, I mean, exactly. even Real Madrid especially, knew. Especially the tabloids. It's like, Come on, man. The even Real Madrid knew. That's why like they let that. him go. Yeah. Exactly. Like, the tabloids hear some shit like that. They're gonna they're gonna have fucking field day with that. They're gonna be calling you a drunk every single weekend. Yeah, bro. And uh, meanwhile, that's happening with Liam. Oh, by the way, we find out that Liam has a baby with an ex girl. I don't know. Who cares? He's that, he's that we've never a child. Had. Let and that he's boy like, come home. He's he's talking to Charlie. <laughs> his his his, uh, his child hiding skills are worse than Drake's. But he was talking to Charlie <laughs> in one scene, and then he's like, "Remember that one night." in spain and i'm just like are they trying to convince us that liam is gavin from goal 2 i was like nah i don't i mean they did give him the exact same qualities the exact same quality exact same team and we never hear anything about gavin afterwards so we're just like uh are you just are you just like is this like some don cheeto type shit right now with like replacing war machine with uh terrence howard like what, right. what the fuck is going on right now the mark ruffalo shit <laughs> exactly but uh yeah so meanwhile that's happening with liam charlie in the accident gets a concussion um but they still let him in the team in the world cup he goes off but he keeps having these headaches man he keeps having these headaches these concussions and uh you know i guess i guess the doctors over there are shit because no one ever treats him no one ever finds out he just he goes to the world cup and plays like that motherfucker yeah, exactly. got cte and no one knows <laughs> But yeah, Will Smith in the background needed to tell him, like, you have a concussion. You cannot go to the World Cup. You I have mean, a concussion. If only he was there. But no one else tells him anything. Even, like, the assistant coach that, like, is the main coach in that movie, because that's all they could get. He's, he's like, he's like, good, oh, right, he's mate? fine. He's fine. Just had a little bit of a tussle. He's, he's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't, you, but you also, don't one Will thing, Ohio. one thing we got to get into is their agent. And how they, I don't know why they keep putting this movie, but they keep putting their agent in as comic relief with bad pickup lines. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Liam's agent. Liam and Liam, Santi's agent. Liam and Santi's agent. Uh, I forgot what the Bro, first. He keeps he keeps hitting on people that are connected to Liam, <laughs> Liam. his own client. <laughs> Motherfucker, do you not know? Just baby mama. He was just like, oh, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm late. I didn't know we had dinner right in here in an hour. And she's like, does that ever fucking work? And she's like, no, but I wish it did. <laughs> then he hits on Liam's sister. Apparently, I'm like, do you know anything about your own client, bro? First time he hits on that one woman, you're just like, all right, whatever. And then you're finding out it's like that just happens to be Liam's kid and Liam's baby mama. And it's just like that just happens to be real random that they shoved that in there and they had to do so by giving his agent a really bad line. I'm like, there, there had to be a better way to put that in there. Why they do right. that? Right, I'm telling you, so that's how we bad. found out that's about bad. everything. That's bad writing. Oh, oh man, the acting was also atrocious. He's like, I'm sorry, I had no idea you were married. I'm not. My dad's not around. Is he insane? Kind of. He's a footballer. It's not Liam, is it? <laughs> I've got to go. Answers like immediately. <laughs> And I'm like, did you expect that question? Like, what yeah. the hell is happening? Well, it's like, it's, that's not suspicious at all. It's like, I just happen to be his agent in this huge town filled with millions of other people. And I ran into you, what looks like an airport terminal. Yeah, for real. Well, why is there a daycare there? Why you got your kid there? I don't know. Yeah. But back on to Charlie's uh, injury with the with the head. You see him making some weird-ass decisions later on in the movie. And the assistant coach is just like, Oh, okay, you know, he's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, he's fine. He's, he's, you know, he's done this once before. And you're like, all right. And then, no, motherfucker got CTE and motherfucker about to die. You ever seen Varsity Blues? Yeah. Big guy, the, the tackle. And it's like, are you good to go back in? And he's like, oh, and he can't see. And he like fucking dies on the field. I was like, man, this is about to happen here too. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, Jesus Christ. He's literally done. And, and, and like, as this is... The the weird thing with Charlie has this all this all this is all happening within weeks maybe a couple months you know what I'm saying from the beginning of the movie to the World Cup and everything oh yeah no this this feels like days it feels sport. like days it feels like, it feels like fucking days and it, but the crazy part it feels like days but it feels like you're feeling every hour of that day and it's fucking <laughs> excruciating yeah it feels <laughs> like days it's supposed to be like weeks and months but even then bro I mean. From the moment Char- the movie starts and Charlie does all this shit and he meets Sophia and then he like before the world or during the World Cup I don't remember he like proposes to her after like a oh, couple yeah. weeks of seeing couple each weeks. other and, and she says like, yes yeah it is like he's like I want he's like I want to spend every morning like this hun <laughs> and they're having like bed and breakfast or some shit and that after they have work? sex and then um, this is the same scene we we're talking about where they had the bad techno music and that music director had all those frames like an early 2000s Justin Lake video, uh, Justin Timberlake video. But this is just the morning after. It's so like, when you see it, it's uh, yeah, exactly. It's Charlie. And then he's uh, having breakfast in bed with uh, his girl. And then they're just like, OK, he's he's like, I want every morning to be like this. And she's like, hey, well, we can do that every morning. You know, any other <laughs> any other guy would have been like, all right. Charlie was just like, no, I want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> and she genuinely looked frightened but she yeah. ended up saying yes but which i don't know if that's bad actress or not but she just looked frightened i don't yeah. know if that was her surprise face she or whatever, looked but... like she was about to get chopped up <laughs> and he was like that's fine right <laughs> but yeah it's like that's the thing they shove so much into this movie in so little time now, now that we're explaining it i'm just like holy shit a lot happened in this fucking movie <laughs> i'm telling you they shove so much in the proposal and these people like even though they met like weeks ago or maybe a month or two at most are so in love with each other like that's not fucking real no, yeah. it, it, it felt like a week like as far as the lead up time 
it was very abrupt and it just sounded like a lot of bullshit and yeah. <laughs> it was really really fucking bad i can't reiterate how bad this fucking movie was it was it was painful to go through if you guys watch this movie which please by the way please, please do. don't yeah please, I mean, please do don't. no if you, do it we if, if we you, suffered y'all gotta suffer <laughs> All our all our listeners have to suffer. Go watch it. It's on YouTube. I guess yeah, it's on YouTube for free, which is fucking grainy quality. But it's the early two thousands. You were gonna get it in standard definition yeah. anyway. So what does it matter? For real, the the worst thing about this movie for me was that uh, going back to the treatment of Santi. Uh, once the World Cup starts and Charlie and Liam are with England and going through all the group stage matches and whatever, Santi is there for every game. Yeah, he's, why he's is he not in the Mexico games? He should he he should be at the, at least the Mexico bench, but we can't do any of that. You know why? We couldn't get any of the high profile Mexicans to be in the movie and our budget was yeah, flashback bro. from goal one or two, so we can't get we can't get uh, Oswaldo Sanchez, we can't get Rafa Marquez, we can't get any of the main staples of this World Cup team. So There's, good luck. I don't luck. care how good friends you are. I don't care how how buddy buddy you are with these two. If you're going to the World Cup, you're going to see your own country, bro. The country that you're about to play for. Also, no, what we forget, just what we follows the mention. Around. Exactly. What we failed to mention was the boys. And when I say the boys, you know who exactly who I'm talking about, Antonio. Talk about the boys, which is a random eclectic group of old guys and some young guy. Oh, Make the them? mechanic squad. <laughs> hey. Why the fuck are they in the movie? <laughs> Bro, I mean, I guess the, for comic relief again, just some exactly. fucking banter with the lads, you know what I'm saying? The lads. They end up... The lads. Yeah, no, it's really bad. They're like, what happens on tour stays on tour. These motherfuckers go on a vacation. Honestly, if they made a whole movie about that, it might be better than Goal 3. It would be way better than Goal 3. <laughs> It'd be way more comedy in it. That's intentional and not just fucking bogus-ass acting like yeah, this. Yeah, bro. Is. Basically, they drive from England to Germany, which, by the way, you can't do that, right? Because it's no, you can't. Because of the ocean. It's like, yeah, it's the ocean. It's like uh, the sea. But right. I think, well, you can. It's Europe. You might be able to pull it. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. But the point happen. is, they drive to Germany on a fucking van, and you know, well, they get on a get ferry. Wasted. Yeah, they get on a ferry or some shit. I forgot. Probably. <laughs> and you know, they get wasted in every town that they're in. You know, the one young guy Phil ends up. Losing his virginity, you know, it's a good time. I guess. And then he, and then he ends up getting punched in the face by some woman with large breasts, and yeah. you're just looking yeah. at him like, "What it's the fuck is going on, guys? What the, what the fuck is going on in this movie?" It's that kind of movie. What can and I then say? the old guys laugh, and they just call him an idiot. And you're just sitting there like, "What the fuck?" He's wearing a half half I think his England. Name's Charlie, right? Yeah, he's wearing like a half England, half Manchester, not Manchester United. I mean, Newcastle, uh, Newcastle United jersey. And you're yeah, just looking yeah. at like, "Oh, this is the worst of the worst right here." And he had like red hair. He was real oblivious. The movie was a fucking mess, and I don't know why they threw it in those old guys, which are yeah, called bro, all these fucking Jordies, all these fucking Jordies, mate. All these fucking Jordies, mate. And fucking come bruh, out of nowhere. Yeah? It's mad, bruh. <laughs> but no, um, so I think, uh, but yeah, yeah. So we talked about Santi, and he's not in Mexico. He's yeah. just following these two around. Oh, okay. So I want to get into like the big climax of the movie, which is. Um, Oh, by the way, the the Charlie and Liam are on the bench for like the first two games, but then they come in for the last couple minutes of the last game against Sweden, and Charlie assists Liam, or the other way around, I don't know, but they ended up winning the game. Never fucking happens, but they put that in for dramatic effect, obviously. Yeah, exactly, and it was real bad. And uh, I think, yeah, so then after this, I think it was the round of the 16 game, Charlie comes on by himself. Um, he subbed on in the last couple minutes, and like, literally, again... 
like almost immediately he gets clobbered by an Ecuadorian player South Americans what can you do no red card but anyway, yeah, exactly. he gets clobbered and, and you know that just makes his concussion worse he can't see straight and everything and uh, guys this is where it goes from zero to two million real quick fucking quick because the game ends all the England players are you know in the changing room whatever um, and then they're like, oh, where's Charlie? Where's Charlie? And Liam goes to find him in the bathroom and finds this man passed out near the toilet. And apparently he's fucking clinging on to his life. He gets rushed to an ambulance. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I want to share with you my favorite part of the movie. <clears throat> and by favorite, I mean funny. This is what I was talking to you about earlier, Ness. When they find, when they find Charlie and they call an ambulance and whatever... They have to go tell Sophia, right? They got to go tell his his fiance. So the assistant coach goes on to find Sophia in the booth. Sophia's blabbering out with some other woman about her engagement ring, all you know, ironically. And this is great. Ring it couldn't be any better. <laughs> yeah, blah blah blah. And then the coach, like a savage, bro, with the most lifeless, the <laughs> most lifeless, hateful voice, is just like in full ear view of the woman she's talking to. By the way. With the most hateful, lifeless voice, is just like Charlie's just collapses in an ambulance downstairs. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and then and then Charlie's like trying to look at her in the in the ambulance and everything. No, it's just it's fucking God. That scene was just such a fucking mess. And then she drops the uh, champagne glass all dramatic, and you look at the champagne glass drop, and it's like, oh, this is supposed to be so artistic and so dramatic. L- look, she's so worried about her husband or fiance, and it's like, bro, we don't give a fuck about pe- both these people. They've both been established in the last forty-five minutes, and we're just like, what the exactly. fuck is going on? And she then, wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She wouldn't then, be that distraught she would be but if you know somebody for just a couple weeks it's not gonna she acted like she was dying you know what i'm yeah, saying she like almost collapsed on the floor and shit and then you look at it and then charlie is just you know fucking going through it and then i literally get up to use the fucking bathroom and i come back <laughs> and then i walk in and everybody's wearing black and i'm just like well and everybody they're having like a reception and i'm just like what the fuck did i miss <laughs> He's he died, you guys. Charlie fucking he died. He literally died. We were introduced to him in this film, and he dies. There's still 30 minutes left of movie, by the way, but he's dead. Oh yeah, but he's fucking dead. And then and that, I, that's when I realized I never watched this the whole way through because I don't remember anyone dying. That's when I realized what the fuck am I watching? I thought I watched this movie all the way through. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what is what is going down? The funniest thing, the funeral. <laughs> Um, again, going back to the low budget, going back to the, why they had to use stock footage and everything. This is in the middle of the goddamn World Cup, right? Um, <laughs> a player at an England World Cup squad dies in the middle of the Imagine the scenes. Imagine the news. This would be everywhere in the goddamn world. This would be the biggest story for the next two years. The funeral comes. There's like 10 people there. There are no England players whatsoever. At all. And then they end up playing against Portugal. So you see him playing against Portugal, like, while in the meantime, you're still yeah. at this funeral, and it's cutting kind of back and forth towards the end of the funeral. And it's trying to switch scenes. 
And then you see, you know, you see like the, you just, no one gives a fuck about Charlie because Charlie doesn't exist in real life. So they're using the stock footage from the actual World Cup. And, you know, this is the World Cup where Wayne Rooney went up against Ronaldo in that England yeah. versus Portugal match. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this, this is the match where Wayne Rooney got, got a, what is it called, sent off sent because, off. yeah, because Ronaldo faked the injury, which, you know, he's the GOAT, but he, you know, that's, that's the mother's side of the hate. He did do his buddy he, dirty there. He was, yeah, and they were both playing at Manchester United here at the time. Right. It was, it was really, really bad, but what is it called? You know, whatever ends up happening, you know, I'm not spoiling it for anybody. The fucking England loses like always. Of course. Against Portugal. But this is Portugal that had a really stacked squad, so, you know, what are you, you going to do? And the and thing they, is, like, the, thing, the, the reason why this movie doesn't work is because we know the ending already. The World Cup exactly. had already happened at this and point. Then, and then they end up losing so there's always dramatic moments in between yada 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 they end up losing you see everybody on the field like david beckham like you know well you know what are you gonna do you can't do much like they're all leaving the field and then you see liam with his shirt off clapping and like with his hands high and he has a, like a r.i.p charlie shirt and you're just like, yeah. don't you think anybody else would have that fucking shirt also or anybody right else and like it just looks so her? weird because just, it, why would they try to shoehorn that in they cut from england players actually being sad that they're eliminated to liam by himself in a green screen it's like obviously players would come to liam and like comfort him or like do something yeah, but he's just by himself yeah no <laughs> this movie's stupid like we need a happy ending after charlie literally dies but there's no more stock footage left because england no, actually no. did yeah, get eliminated yeah. so they had to get eliminated and uh, they they cut it into where liam misses the defining penalty penalty kick too yeah exactly so that's great worse <laughs> that's great <laughs> <laughs> Great job, movie. At least it's not Jamie Carragher this time. Yeah, it's fucking exactly. Liam. <laughs> and the funny part is, I still saw Jamie Carragher's uh, jersey later on, and I'm like, you... well, I don't know what happened. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to do the logistics. Like, you so know, in this, lady, it, like, are you telling me in this universe, like, Jamie Carragher doesn't exist? <laughs> he takes, he takes the, the second before last, and maybe he goes a sudden. I don't fucking know. I don't know. That's crazy, man. But yeah, so basically the movie ends with uh, Charlie leaves Liam his engagement, his wedding ring. I don't know. He leaves him somewhere. Yeah, his like, engagement ring because they never got married. Right. So his engagement like, ring, I guess. I'm, um, I'm I guess he already right with his girl. I guess he already this planned kid. for his death, for his own death. Exactly. Um, He's over but, there like, I'm going to marry the kid and the woman. They're like, oh, just just marry the woman, not the kid. That's your daughter. <laughs> and the whole while, can we realize how, how much of a shitty father he was? He was he a was worse so father. Shit. He was he a was worse so father shit. than Ross off of Friends. Bro, and, and like the girl, before. like the girl, I forgot her name. I can't be asked to remember her name, but she was so forgiving all the time. And he did literally nothing but like. And uh, just fucking drink himself to death. You remember when they were talking on the phone and she's like, Liam. And he's like, Yeah. She's like, Lay off the drink. And he's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> word for word, that's what happened, guys. Word for word. Yeah. The funniest thing there was uh, back when they first, back when Liam first finds out about, you know, his daughter, whatever, he goes to see the girl. Um, at her home, like it walks out. Yeah, he, dude, yes. Like she explains to him, hey, I never told you because my dad left me when I was young, and I want a father that's there for her all the time or none at all. And which is a pretty good reason in in real life. It's you know it's doable. And this man literally to prove that he's the best father in the world immediately leaves. He's like, I can't, and he just like fucking walks out. Immediately flees to Germany. 
and she acts like it's i don't know she's so forgiving also, in this movie it's that taxi crazy. driver that taxi driver never got his fucking playoff tickets because no, he did round of six. Oh, he did he, was he in did the- did you miss that scene were you in the bathroom yeah, sure. <laughs> i was probably in the fucking bathroom again <laughs> no he did that was the one good thing liam did in this whole movie and that was supposed to make up for all the shitty things he's yeah, done, I guess. Cause, cause he was a huge piece of shit for the rest of the movie. And his right. friend dies, and even then, even then, when his friend dies, and he's talking to a guy, and he's drinking that same water bottle. It looks like the same water bottle he put the vodka in. Like, they didn't even change the water bottle. And they're just, he's like, oh, drink, drinking a lot of water, are you there? And it's like, this is the middle of the World Cup, right? What the fuck are we doing in England? Because <laughs> you got to presume that we're back in England. So you, you, so he's he's drinking, he's drinking, and he's, like, he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, he's like, got to drink the water. And you're looking at him like, you piece of shit, you still drinking vodka out of there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's crazy, man. And then, yeah. Yeah, this movie did no good job of explaining our current location. You know, like, you can make fun no, of these, like, not at make all. Fun of these MCU movies, uh, like, especially a Spider-Man Homecoming one, where they literally had whatever, I mean, Civil War or whatever, when they had, like, the location of every single city they were in. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, because it was like Budapest or it was like, it was like Brooklyn, New York, or anything like that, and mm-hmm. it showed it on screen, and it kind of treated us like idiots with the mm-hmm. uh, like location. But it's like this place—you didn't know where you were at half the fucking time, man. It just right. Like, it Those were actually help the whole time. Yeah, it's like, can I get some subtitles, or can I get like a, a view shot of the city, you know, on a drone or something? Well, they have drones, but you know what I mean, like from a helicopter or something, and then say yeah, like man. London, give me a certain time. I know it's not a Mission Impossible movie, but fuck, it's like I feel like I was in a shitty, uh, like Middle Eastern third world uh, war torn country the whole time we were watching this movie it was always cloudy it was always bogus <laughs> yeah oh man this movie was so bad i did not it expect so it to be this bad, bad man i think santi kind of sums it up I, I wrote in a quote so at the end of the movie liam gets married to the girl his baby mama whatever blah 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 happy happy, happy. ending after charlie Santee, dies it's like, right santi's the best man and he makes his best man speech about charlie's death which is yeah great fucking call there santi happy days right but he says this one quote he's like i think he starts it off or just at the beginning of his speech he's like i've seen the movies and i know how simple to it but i've seen the movies and i know how simple it is to mess these things up and if that doesn't encapsulate this movie in santi's own quote there it is ladies and gentlemen he fucking says it says how bad the fucking movie is does that make the movie good if you if you say how bad it is like i don't even know Dude, they should have made it meta as shit. They should have just like, Santi made, like let Santi talk to the screen. Like, hey, we know this is fucking shit, but our budget was ten million, while the other ones were above thirty. So you're gonna have to take what you get. Like, so what do you expect? And just make turn it into Deadpool, Deadpool three, Santi. <laughs> I mean, man, it's, it's true though. The budget was ten million for this one. The other ones were like above thirty, thirty, forty, fifty. Still million. though, you give, you give me ten million. Like, with the connections that they had and the players that they had. They had fucking David Beckham in the second movie, bro. They had a Lamborghini in the second movie. They had Guti from Real Madrid in the second movie. The second they movie had... was crazy, man. The second movie gave Real Madrid La Decima movie. 10 years before it actually happened. Decima, exactly. There's like La Decima. They're like 12, 12 UCL titles. And he was like going through all the fucking accolades and everything. And the, yeah. and the cat before they dropped them off, and you saw him, you're just like, is that a Sergio Ramos? You're like, no, that's Guti. This is a different era in Real Madrid, motherfucker. I honestly can't tell you what the budget of this movie went to because the CGI is no. crap, the locations are crap, the actors are not that good. They're decent. No. They're not I've that. Never, I've never seen these actors ever, ever after this ever before. No, it's like, true, true. Yeah. Um, so I don't know where the budget went. 
I wonder where he's currently doing right now. Like the real, like the actor? Yeah, like the real actor. I have no idea. I was, I was seeing pictures and I was looking it up and I feel like he just he just did these movies and that was it. Or he might have done a couple things afterwards. Colonel Becker. Is he actually Mexican, by the way? He is. Okay. Yeah, he's Mexican. Yeah. Uh, let me see what he's doing now. Uh, nothing. <laughs> he's in quarantine at his fucking house. No, he hasn't made a project since 2012. Yeah, man, he's he's not acting anymore apparently. Good. This movie took the whole wind the whole wind out of him. I hope so. If <laughs> you took the first this movies, took the love of acting out of him. Good dude, the first two movies he was amazing. It was great, man. I mean, it, it didn't even feel like the same Santi in the third one. No, not at all. Some weak version of him like it was like santi when we never see him play soccer just that one commercial scene no, we never, yeah we never did it's a good point i didn't even think about that but this movie was so like they were just like let's make an english movie and they just like cut actually him off. Like, we right. never see any of them play soccer the, the no, only we, times liam and charlie play screen. soccer they like take like two turns and kick it and it goes in i mean what the hell no it was fucking bad oh, soccer for them must be the easiest thing in the world because they take two touches and it's a goal Honest, honestly, God, it's like it's like those pros at FIFA. It's just that easy for them. This shit is really bogus, man. I, this movie was fucking bad. It's bad. As far yeah. as, on, a, on, on a scale of one to ten, what, what, what do you give it? One to ten. Okay, let me be realistic here. It's definitely not a one because it's not just dog shit. You know what it's I mean? ten million in the movie, like ten million shows. Yeah. So, I'm gonna give it a solid three. I'm gonna give it a three. I think that. I could give it a four, but I'm gonna give it a three. What about you? I'm gonna give it a four, but I'm gonna give it a two. <laughs> you give it a two. Okay. It was that fucking it's bad. Fair. Dude. It's fair. Oh my god. It was bad. I mean, there's no redeeming qualities at all, man. Like the the funniest parts were probably the mechanic squad, the lads, and. Uh, like I said, that one time when the assistant coach came to tell uh, Sophia that Charlie was dead. <laughs> and that wasn't even meant to be funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it was fucking ridiculous. that was the funniest part. Um, it's crazy, man. Uh, and also, can we talk about how many fucking montages there were? This so, movie is legit 40 minutes of dialogue. And the rest is just soundtrack and montages. Like, exactly. that's all it, it was, was. It was pretty bad. It was, it, it, I it was barely a film. The most, but the training montage is probably the worst for me, just because the bad music in the background. <laughs> no, I hear and you, it's man. just it's just cringy. I'm talking about you guys don't understand when you hear this music. I'm talking about I'm talking about like early bad 2000s techno music. Now at first I was like that's not too bad. When you see the movie, you're just like this is. I feel like you're want you're hearing Sandstorm in the fucking background. <laughs> the real like still playing storm. soccer yeah, yeah it's like the real sense when you're back there it's like jesus christ dude what the fuck is going on it's like it is not you know like it's not a, it's not baby driver by edgar wright by any means it's not you know it's not eloquently put as far as with the music or anything or very well directed it's fucking chaos <laughs> this movie is best summarized it's just fucking chaos it's very poorly strung together like i said before it's chaos it's it's i mean you know what now that we start to say it like this i kind of like it now (laughs) just because it's so chaotic and weird and just horribly put together it's a meme of a movie (laughs) (laughs) like if they came out with this shit today it'd be like oh okay it's ironic 
Like, like if they would have told us it's a parody, I'd kind of believe it. Exactly. I mean, but yeah, man. And then that was goal three in a nutshell, you guys. Uh, if you're interested, the Mexican players that make cameos, and by cameos, I mean like stock footage, not actually there. <laughs> uh, Rafa Marquez, Ricardo Lavolpe, Gerardo Torrado, um, Jose Antonio Gringo Castro. Now, there's a name Os- you haven't heard Osvaldo of. Osvaldo Sanchez. Osvaldo Sanchez uh, when he was getting scored on. And uh, Ricardo yes. Sorio. That was about it. It's was it that Maxi goal that he got scored on? I think that's the I think that's the one that it was from a different angle. I've never seen that angle before. The angles were weird, bro. There was a point in the England game where Ashley Cole put the ball forward and then all of a sudden Charlie had it on the wing. It's like what the hell? That's true. There there was also another chance where I think Ashley yeah, Ashley Cole tried grabbing it. And then I think it looked like he scored an own goal. (laughs) Where I'm just like, all right. (laughs) I I don't know. And these were his Chelsea days. This is when he was actually fucking good. Right. Oh, this is in the Galaxy days? Yeah. No, not the Galaxy. No, fuck that. I meant the uh, Chelsea days. Fuck. All right. Now, we, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Please t- please be ready for next week when we review Airbud World Pup. From no, 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 no. No, no. We, ta- we, we table in that. Airbud World Pup. I'm dead. Absolutely done. I'm looking up seriously. What other movies can we review as far as for like bad soccer movies? I see Air Bud World Pup, and I also see Kicking and Screaming. <laughs> I've never seen that one actually. There's, it's Will Ferrell. He's a youth soccer coach. Oh yeah, I've and never seen it, but I've, I've I know of it. It's pretty funny, but what is it called? It, it's uh, it's it's like one of those. You know, Will Ferrell has those hit or miss movies. Yeah. This is a miss. This is a big old miss. <laughs> it's like it's funny in a bad way. It's like you ever seen Casa de mi Padre by Will Ferrell? Yes. He does the whole fucking movie in Spanish. You don't know whether to take it seriously or not. Right. It's kind of like that, but imagine that with soccer and in English. Oh God. I kind of want to see it now. We might have to do that. You might we have might. to do the screen and. But yeah, man. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, goal three. I mean, let's talk about how it could have been made better. Huh? What are your ideas? Uh, obviously. Obviously, have the protagonist from the first played the protagonist in the third movie. It's hard. It's like it's like watching. Here's a better question. It's like watching. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What would you have wanted? Like, if there was, if you could remake Goal Three, if this Goal Three didn't exist and they were about to make it, what would you have wanted to see? Since you've already seen one and two, I would. I would have wanted to see what would have happening with uh, with Santi and his like wife and kid. Like, right, because he had a kid. Because she was yeah, pregnant. Yeah, at the end yeah, and they were, they were like going to get married or whatever. I would have liked to see what had happened with them in Real Madrid. And instead of going through the World Cup route, they should have just gone through the Real Madrid the next season route with him and just brought back Gavin and seeing what they could have done. They could have kicked Gavin off and just sent him back to Newcastle United. Just right. been like, all right, you know, leave it at that. But still focus on Santi and maybe another up and coming player at Real Madrid, whoever that might have been at the time. But I don't think just Robinho. scrubbing it straight off. Honestly, if there was Robinho in the movie, that would have been pretty fucking dope. That's that when he had just dope. got there. Yeah, that's a, if, we, if he would have got to see some caca in Real Madrid, I wouldn't have been that mad. I would have been pretty happy about that. Or they, this was right, right around the time. If they, I mean, this was released in 08, so maybe a year. They would have waited like another year. They could have gone the route of when Cristiano joins Madrid in 09. Can you imagine goal three with Santi and Cristiano uh, linking up 
And this is like, this is back then, Ronaldo. So you could have gotten it for something like this. This wasn't like a decade later after Dominance. Right. So they could have got it. They could have kept the budget high. They could have gotten Cristiano for sure. Damn, imagine still having Cristiano there and then, you know, the exiting of like David Beckham and all these other fucking phenomenal players. Right. Because, like, just, literally, yeah. Goal 2 was released during the end of the Galacticos era. Yeah, exactly. This was right around, like, not too long after it was released, Beckham left. You know, Ronaldo left, Roberto Carlos left. It was at the end of that era. So the next step I would be the, the beginning of the Cristiano Ronaldo era with Marcelo and all them. Exactly. I don't know. They would that would have been good. Or yeah, spend some time have... around like Casilla. Like you know, it's like they still had a lot of other good players that they currently had playing for them at that time. Yeah. It's like especially in, in Spain. We could have spent more time in Spain. We barely spent any time with Spain on the second movie. Yeah, man. They could have gone on a whole other movie with Real Madrid. There's a lot of story to tell there. Please don't make them go to fucking Spurs in 2008. Don't no, sell them to God. Spurs. <laughs> How did he even make a World Cup? Damn, 2008 was when Robin was at Real Madrid. And so was Gonzalo Higuain. Oh, no And kidding. so was uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy. And Klaas no Jan. Kidding. Look at that. Look at that. Fucking, it's still a fuck you, Huntelar, for scoring that last goal against Mexico. <laughs> Penalty. Uh, so I'm still not over it, man. Fuck you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I could see why they wanted to go to the World Cup route, obviously, because it's the World Cup, the biggest sporting event in the world. They Realistically, it would have brought a lot of revenue in, but they just totally fucked up the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because did you know that FIFA actually budgeted this movie? Yeah, they did. They budgeted the the first one and second one, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, I mean, this is their they created a monster. <laughs> no, and the three. shitty part is, it's like, give me three bad movies, give me three bad movies. But the first two movies are really good. Like, I actually want to watch yeah. Goal Two right now. Like, just just like even just thinking about it, because I remember how hyped I I got seeing it as a kid. Because you know, when we saw Chicharito at Real Madrid. That's the closest our era of people really got to see in a Mexican at Real Madrid play well. And when you saw Santi there, that was kind of the dream because Chicharito was the dream, yeah, because he was smashing it. It, 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 it yeah, it, it was he was doing good at Manchester United. Don't get me wrong. Or was that even the Manchester United? It wasn't yet, right? That was like that was in two thousand. When was that? Yeah, that was that was. When did he go to Manchester United? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. So that was before yeah. then. It's like so he wasn't even he was still at Chivas. Right. So when you, when you see a movie like this, it's always nice to see a, a especially a Mexican protagonist. FIFA knew who they were aiming those movies at. Come on, it's like it's the same reason La Liga is always retweets like Memo Ochoa shit. Doesn't get fucking retweets and likes because they know if they end up putting a fucking uh, mixtape together of Parejo plays from Viral, no one's gonna retweet that shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's the exact same thing. They knew what demographic they were hitting and they hit a real sweet spot. And before you know it, it's like Mexicans end up falling in love with the movies. And I swear I saw the Spanish version, the English version, and before you know it, it's like those are just, I, I've seen those movies like, I feel like tens, tens of times, if not hundreds now, I feel like. And it's always one of my favorite movies to go back to as a kid, and now I actually want to watch number two. Number one was okay. It was like, it was a lot of time in England, and I didn't like that. I feel like number three really lacked from all that time in England because it, we were really in England the whole time, but they tried to make it look like different sets. I got you, yeah. I, I can if see I that. could have it, I would say Real Madrid and just go through that season, maybe even attach Ronaldo to there, or just try to do something different. It's like, because they're kind of doing the same formula. And I get it, but it, there was a lot of stuff that they left off screen that they tried to make happen that we didn't believe. So the third movie suffered from that. 
How about you? What, what would you do if you had, like, the, if you were directing it and you had a bigger budget? No, I mean exactly what you said, and I kind of, kind of jumped in there too. Definitely needed to go the Real Madrid route again. There's so much stuff to tell there. I mean, you just listed off the players that were there. Um, you just, you, you know, there was, there was right around the Cristiano era. Like there, were, there was so much they could do with it. Obviously, they ended it on a cliffhanger, so resolve those. Maybe him and Roz get back together. They raise the kid. Or even if they don't get back together, at least he could be a good father still. They don't even mention the kid in goal three, so we don't know what the hell's going on with them. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, they, they needed to do something. We never even saw Santi's family. Like, uh, in the first two, they were very, you know, recurring characters. His grandma and his little brother and stuff obviously the dad dies at the end of one spoilers just you know i'm sure we've all seen it at this point but yeah we all seen a dad die uh, it's like but Peter yeah Parker. i mean it's 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 they 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 totally like dropped the ball with this and i just i just it was so i because i remember like I, I i don't i don't i don't think i saw these movies exactly when they came out you know what i mean like not immediately but probably like a year or so after when i saw goal one and then i saw goal two and so when I heard there was a goal three, I was like, oh, sick. And when I saw was I saw the trailer back then, I was a little kid. So I wasn't as, you know, uh, what's it called? I wasn't full of critique in me. So I saw the trailer and I thought it was like, oh, OK, very impressionable. <laughs> yeah. So like even though it was horrible CGI, I still was like, oh, this is sick. He's playing with Mexico and like those we sick gotta, kids and whatever. We, we got to think about it, too. CGI has progressed a lot. So oh, back has. in 2008. I don't know if I would call that horrible. I'd be like, that doesn't look the best, but right. that's okay. That's doable. Exactly. Isn't that especially Steven Spielberg a, level? Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're like, you know, 12, 11, however old I was. It's like, man, this could pass. I, I, when I remember, I remember seeing the trailer and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'd want to watch this. This looks sick. Yeah, our, 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 our imagination at that, at that time would take over. <laughs> yeah, man. But then I watched it and... I watched like like I said I, I guess I didn't watch it the whole way through I thought I did but like Santi wasn't even in it we were just following these two random guys I remember thinking to myself back then when I first saw it I was like so which one is one of them supposed to be Gavin like is it just like an actor change but then no their names are Charlie and Liam so I'm like what is going on exactly. like who I'm are these guys me. but uh no nah, man it's it, exactly what you said is what I would do differently if i could but uh hey that's the way it is man they never made another one of these obviously so that's all we get yeah thank god <laughs> let's leave let's send it there jesus but yeah guys hope you guys enjoyed this little review uh we really suffered for this one so if you could smash jesus christ kid. you know like smash we, this a listen about, share yeah, this pod yeah. with everyone because we, we we really took it we really took it this time yeah exactly and i don't even think we introduce ourselves again this is antonio and ness from the fmf state of mind podcast you can catch me at twitter at nescavelli n-e-s-q-u-i-v-e double l-i and if you guys have any questions or anything like that also i also run viva liga mx along with my co-host i mean co-site expert uh jahir martinez so if you guys have anything for us let us know at the at the at Viva Liga MX uh, tag on what is it called Twitter and let them know where we can find you Antonio yeah you guys can find me on Twitter at Antonio1998 double underscore that's two underscores at the end and also at FMF State of Mind go visit the website go listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast at subscribe to the colorful kit so you always know 
when the yes, Chivas please. del Norte, the, this podcast, everything that's going on there. Yeah, definitely. And be sure to give us suggestions what other movie you guys would like us to review or anything. Definitely. We're down for Air, Air Bud World Puff. <laughs> World Puff 3. Please don't <laughs> let it be that one. But if y'all want Jesus. it, we will do it. We can do, do Kicking and Screaming also. We can do... Uh, there's a couple other bad ones that I'm hey, let not us forgetting know. off the top of my any head. soccer movie. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to do any good soccer. ones. We want to suffer. We no, want to yeah, spend a Saturday suffer. suffering. Why, why, why would we want to talk to you guys about a really good movie? Talk about the why? cinematography? No, we want to watch some yeah. bullshit. Uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts about Go Three, man. Go watch it and go fucking rant with us, man. If you guys yeah, picked up on some bad. shit that we missed, which we probably did, there's so much shit in this movie. I mean, you you guys can probably think of a billion other stuff that was wrong. So let us know. But yeah, I've been Antonio. That was Ness. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you.